Hey everybody, it's your favorite reconstructionists, Eric Brown and Phil Relly, and welcome to episode number six of the one and only show bringing you tips and tricks to working vehicle collision cases from the best experts in the industry every Wednesday. Today's topic is bargain shopping for experts. So grab your crash tech, the expert angle coffee mug and settle in three, two, one, off we go. Every year, traffic crashes claim the lives of over a million people and account for over $500 billion of injuries around the world. A small select group of people from police to attorneys to expert investigators are tasked with getting justice for the victims, protecting the rights of involved parties, and ensuring the story is told accurately and honestly. Unfortunately, we believe that is an impossible task without the right team of experts. If you agree, then keep on listening for actionable tips from leading experts across various industries that you can start taking today to elevate your professional game. If you disagree, then tune in anyway and let us convince you with our ideas. We are Eric Brown and Phil Rally, and this is Crash Tech, The Expert Angle. Welcome back to the show, guys. Crash Tech, The Expert Angle podcast is brought to you by Crash Tech Reconstruction Services. If you have an accident that you need answers for or you think the other side has it wrong, Crash Tech can help. Connect with us at www.crashtechreconstruction.com to submit your case for a free review. So, Phil, here we are, man. Episode number six. And we were just talking about this, I feel like, just the other day, actually. Because how, how familiar does this sound? Phone rings, potential client on the other side, and you know, they, they run down what they have for you. And so you start kind of putting everything together in your mind and you're like, man, this is a, this is a complex case. Probably going to have 20, 30 hours of investigative time diagrams. They need 3d court exhibits. We're going to have to run down witnesses, do interviews, type up a report, analyze deposition testimony, all, all this stuff. Right. And so you give them the quote and they come back and they go, ah, yeah, I understand that. But can you do it for half the cost? <laughs> right? I, I mean, yeah. I, 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 it seems like it happens fr- frequently, right? And I'm not talking about where, you know, we have, where we're just capping the hours, right? The, you know, the attorney goes, look, I, I just, I don't need that big of an investigation. I just need you to right. maybe go take some pictures, download, and that's it. I'm not talking about that, right? right? I'm talking about a case that is really involved and is going to take a ton of time and effort on your end. And, you know, all of a sudden, you know, we're being asked to to cut everything way, way down. Uh, Ever experienced that? (laughs) Absolutely. And there's a couple couple of theories behind that, in my opinion, Um, well, you know us. I mean, we're always interested in what is going on in the head of Phil Relly. I mean, that's... Ooh, you don't want to get into that. You don't want to right, get into that's, that, that, that mess. Ooh. That's a question for the ages. So uh, <laughs> enlighten us, man. Phil, I mean, what are you thinking? Well, and this is just me personally, uh, my opinion. I, I think some of the prices for services are way, way, way overinflated. Um. You know, some of the some of the costs that that you know attorneys have told me in the past that they have paid for a reconstruction and and you kind of think about well what all did you have done for for that kind of a price you know I would I would expect to be blown away socks knocked off you know short of an AED coming into play it's about where I'd be at <laughs> and, and it's nothing spectacular it's just gouging because you can. And because well, the, the attorneys are going to pay, but I think the attorneys are becoming smarter. 
Yeah. In realizing that a crash reconstruction where there's not a whole lot of, you know, they're not animating, they're not, you know, they're basically making a, a scale drawing, uh, inter- maybe doing some phone interviews, maybe, um, going to the scene, mapping the scene, that type of stuff. They're not doing anything spectacular and they're still seeing a bill for $12,000. Come on. Yeah. You know, well, so they're getting it's, smarter and they're challenging that, you know, I don't have that kind of money, you know, I need a reconstruction, but you know, we've always used you in the past. So they're kind of leveraging the relationship, the historical relationship or bond and maybe driving that cost down to, you know, $8,000. Well, if it works, um, you know, several times, and we talked about this in a previous podcast, if you do something repeatedly and you see successful results, your tendency is going to be to continue that behavior. So the next time they call, whether it's us or whether it's someone else, they're going to try that same approach and see if they can get it. But at the end of the day, um, I kind of what's driving that is I think you, you kind of look at this whole pandemic we were in with toilet paper and people buying skids of toilet paper and then selling it on eBay for, you know, three times the cost and people dumb enough to pay it. Right. You know? Yeah. So. Well, and, and so too, I, I think it also might be a little bit of the attorneys are getting stuck with the bill for the reconstructionists and, and the engineers that have shiny object syndrome. Mm. Right. And we're going to, we're going to talk about this in a later episode. Um, but you know, these guys all want to get, the latest and greatest technology that, that really, and you and I have discussed it, I think is actually worse <laughs> than some of the older technology. Yeah. Um, you know, and somebody's got to pay that bill. Somebody's got to pay it. And, mm-hmm. and I can't fault the attorneys at all because they're, they're mm-hmm. literally doing what is in the best interest of their client, which is trying to get the best deal they can because for every dollar and cent that they can save, that's a dollar and cent that goes to their client. So I, I completely well, get it. A percentage of that dollar and cent. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> so there, there is something to gain by by doing that. You're right, but for the most part, you know, what I mean, like I, I get it. So I completely understand trying to negotiate the best deal. But and here, there's nothing wrong with that, right? There's there's nothing wrong with that. I mm-hmm. I get that. I respect it. I have no yeah. problem with it. But where I start to have an issue is, and and this is the question that you and I have talked about. And this is what I want you all to think about, okay? If you're driving to the office today or you're driving home from the office, this is the true question to ponder. If you're paying an expert $2,000, $3,000, $4,000, are you expecting two, three, or $4,000 worth of work? Or are you asking to pay $2,000 but expecting $12,000 worth of work? I can answer that for you right now. Right. And so really what this comes down to then is we have to shift the mindset. Okay. And and there's a reason for this. And, and, you know, bear with me. Don't just be like, oh, these guys are whack. They are out of it today and just, and turn this off. Don't turn this off yet. I promise there's, there is a, a, uh, you know, goal here that, that we're kind of working towards. There's a, um, method of my madness, if, if you will, <laughs> maybe sometimes, Sorry. Or, or I'm just mad. I don't know, but, um, no, you know, and so you have to do one of two things. Either you have to raise your expectations and raise the amount that you're willing to pay for that. Or if you're going to lower the amount you're willing to pay, you also then have to lower 
your expectations of, of what you may get in return. But on the flip side of that, I would also argue if you were going to pay $12,000, let's say, this is what we've used that number, so let's throw that number out there, $12,000 for a reconstruction, then you should be getting $12,000 worth of work. Yeah. And let me just throw a disclaimer in here real quick. Uh, We don't know if this is the average price that you all are seeing out there. No, it's just a number we threw out there. Yeah. We're just throwing this number out there. So don't, if you're listening to this, be like, I am never calling these guys because they're going to bill me 12 grand. That's not (laughs) right. That's not our fee for services. We're just, we're using a hypothetical number here for you guys. And it just comes down to, you know, I think in, in, in a consumer environment, um, you don't, when you go shopping for a car, or you go shopping for a house, whatever the case may be, so any kind of a big ticket item. And I would, I would look at, you know, when you're spending thousands of dollars, I would consider that to be to some extent a big ticket item purchase. You do expect to get what you pay for. And yes. if you've been doing this long enough and, and you've used experts, whether it's a reconstructionist or an engineer or, you know, some, some other expert and, and maybe in the, on the medical side of it, there, there is – you should have seen by now the, the norm of what's expected from a price, you know. I mean, you should, you should be able to kind of predict if, if I'm going for an expert in this area – I've done this enough. I've used them enough or maybe not that particular, but I've used that type of an expert enough. This is traditionally what kind of costs I should expect to see, but you should also not forget what were the results? What, what was the, what was the, the report if there was a report rendered or, or what kind of, what, what return on investment did you get from that? Cause if you're spending $12,000, let's just stick with that number. I have no idea what it would be, but if you're spending $12,000 and you are repeatedly getting $8,000 in product on your return on investment, it's just throwing good money at a bad problem. Yeah. I mean, so I think so any investment strategist would probably be like, <laughs> time out, stop the bleeding. Right. And, and so let's look at this from a different angle. Okay. If you guys are going in here and this is, this is where we're going to kind of talk some strategy. Okay. <laughs> And so let's look at it like this. Okay. So we have a case and maybe it's a low limits case. You know, the, just the limits aren't there for you to get a big amount, but you need the biggest bang for your buck. Okay. So let's just start as you know, that selecting your expert. And, and remember, we've already done a show now on vetting your experts. So you've called and you've talked to these experts and you've got three or four or five that are, are potentially pretty good. You've got the really expensive guys, the really cheap guys. And I'm going to suggest that you kind of do like when you are looking for general contractors, right? They always tell you, don't go with the most expensive. Don't go with the cheapest. You kind of go with somebody that's right there in the middle, right? Because that's generally where you find your most value. The guys that are Mm -hmm. the most expensive guys out there, okay, probably aren't giving you as much value as the guys that are in the middle, Right. And likewise, the guys that are the cheapest, there's a reason they're the cheapest. Like, I mean, I'm sorry to say it so bluntly, you know, so so one start wisely in the selection process. But then once you start selecting or you talk to these uh, firms, right, your expert firms, start digging into what services they're going to give you. 
And if you're going to cut costs, cut out frivolous charges that you don't need, if that makes sense. Right? Like, first of all, look for guys that are going to charge you an a la carte. Okay. There's guys that are charging wear and tear on equipment or, or girls. There's companies, I should say. There's companies that are charging you for wear and tear on their equipment. They're charging you to drive to the scene, then to inspect the scene, then to photograph the scene, then to develop digital photographs. I've seen that on one bill. Uh, they had a, a photo development fee. And I'm like, these are digital photographs. <laughs> like, there's, right. right. There's no cost to develop these. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. But um, if you can get away with it, they do it. But go ahead. Yeah. And that's exactly it. Because if they can get away with it, they do it. Right. Um, but, you know, so start looking at some of these a la carte fees. Are they scanning the scene? Okay. Well, is there evidence out there that you need to collect or is it just, you just, you know, did the crash happen three years ago? It's been repaved and the, and the intersections changed. If so, why are you having a scanned? Why are you paying for that? All you need to do is go take some photographs and said you're out there. And guess what? The scene now looks nothing like it did two years ago. Yeah. Right. Right. But, I mean, it's crazy. Well, and, it, and it's right to the shiny object syndrome. It's, you know, you, you call, ABC firm or company or what have you, and they they dazzle you with all this technology they have, all these resources that that they have. But at the end of the day, are they employing all those resources? Because if they are, then that big ticket invoice that comes to your desk, you know, a few months down the road might be justified to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they have all of these, all of these technology and all these devices and all of this and all of that, and they're using 10% of it, you know, you're paying for, for, I don't want to say services, but you're paying for things that you're not even getting the benefit of the use from. Right. Because they're not using it. Yeah. Is that your responsibility? Is that your responsibility to, as the, as the attorney, to pay this, you know, this ridiculously overinflated invoice when at the end of the day, they went to the scene and took pictures. The scene's two years old, so they used the measurements from the police department, the crash report, and were able to render a... Uh, a a, 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 a two-dimensional scale, scale diagram. <laughs> scale diagram from those yeah. measurements, provided those measurements are right, but you don't have anything else to work from, then that invoice should be reflected accordingly. You know, right. I mean, it, it, I can understand if you went out or, you know, if, if, if we $12,000 invoice could stick that number and I went out and I scanned it and I did this and I did that. And I, I mean, I literally threw everything I had in the toolbox at this case. You might be able to substantiate and justify that type of an invoice. But if all I did was take the police department's report and measurements and do my scale diagram and, render maybe it was a speed you know a scope was speed and be able to calculate things out and come up with a speed is that a twelve thousand dollar case absolutely not there's going to be guys out there or companies out there i'm sorry that are going to say well absolutely that is in my opinion so be it that's your opinion you're entitled to that but come on i mean you know you're all attorneys you're not you're not stupid you know it's you just because you know the theory or the, the the or not theory but the the phrase of you get what you pay for that doesn't always apply Right. <laughs> you well, get half of what you paid for. <laughs> and, and on the off chance that you do get what you pay for, do you need what you're Fantastic. paying for? Exactly. 
you know, yeah. and that's it is because, yeah, if all they're going to do is use the police measurements and, and the reason we, we keep bringing this up is because we've seen this multiple times, mm-hmm. right? Where the, we, we've seen a charge for the scanner and, and is there a place for laser scanners? Yeah, there is. You know, I, I still, and, and Phil and I are going to talk about this. I'm, I'm sure in a future show, um, I still, I'm not a huge fan of the laser scanners yet. I think they just, you know, this isn't really their place for measuring big crash scenes and they're great for scanning vehicles. So I guess I would say, and believe it or not, this, uh, this actually kind of goes back to something we've already covered in a previous episode. This goes back to make sure that you have clearly defined the scope of the investigation that you need. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's where it has to start. Um, You know, figure out what it is you're, you're needing. And, you know, you've been doing this, the attorneys have been doing this long enough by now you should know what it is you're looking for. Now, if, if you have no scope and you're just want to take this chunk of papers and hand it to somebody and say, have at it, kind of is what it is at that point because they don't have a clear defined expectation of where they should be taken off or what they should be looking at or what questions the attorney wants answered so that kind of is what it is i mean if you're going to give somebody a, a blank check and have them write it they're going to write it for the mo- biggest amount they can yeah and, um, and you know what though i mean and even at that though sometimes there's just nothing you can do about those kinds of cases we've had those exactly you they know where, where somebody calls me like dude look i mean the case comes to mind was uh, the crash that you had down there in uh, Southern Ohio. And uh, so we get the phone call and they're like, Hey, can you guys investigate this crash? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, Oh, by the way, the trailer that was involved is stolen. It's gone. Nobody yeah. knows what happened to it. He's never returned it from the place he rented it from. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, so <laughs> I mean, in, in a case like that, yeah. I, I mean, unfortunately those do get expensive because we don't know what we, you know, Phil's got time on the road, tracking down stolen trailers, trying to find vehicles. Uh, we had to get custom models built for the diagrams, uh, all sorts of stuff. I but mean, that's all stuff that you can work with through your expert or through the company. You know, yes. I mean, you've got to, you've got to control, you have the ability to control your costs to some degree. Um, you know, whether it's cap your hours here, get a hold of me when you get to that point, let's talk about where you're at, where this is progressing, where do you think it's heading? Um, because any, any reconstructions or any expert out there after some time into the investigation of whatnot, they're going to have a good feel for where this thing is likely heading. And it may be down two two paths together. Um, you might have a couple of different options. Uh, but they should have an idea where it's going now. You know, if, if someone's got 20 hours into an investigation and they still can't tell you where this thing looks like it might be heading, you might want to call time. You might want to call time out. Yeah. And, or, and or call a new expert. <laughs> yeah. You're going to know pretty early on. Yeah. And, and that's just it. And, and so let's talk strategy here. So rather than getting on the phone call and just trying to negotiate bottom of the barrel prices, because again, all that's going to do is get you bottom of the barrel work. For the most part. Yeah, because they're going to they're gonna cut things out that they normally might do. Yeah, they're just it, not going to do it. Instead of it, adding exactly. this additional enhanced feature, we're just not going to do that. Yeah, and, it, you know, if if you're coming in at, at two grand and they've got another client paying 12, who do you think gets priority, yeah. right? So there's a couple of things we can do. So let's talk some strategy to make sure that you're getting the most value and that you're not overpaying for, for cases. And here's the first thing. One Form a good relationship 
with your expert company. Okay. Now remember, because you're going to need some different experts. So you're going to need a reconstructionist. You're going to need an engineer because we've discussed it. They're not the same thing. You're probably going to need a chiropractor. You're going to need a, a, a doctor. You're going to need, you know, a, a bunch of different experts. Okay. So start getting in with those people now, because once you can develop that Rolodex and, and, you know, Phil will tell you, I mean, attorneys that use us all the time can ask for favors when they need it. You know what I mean? And we're going to be more inclined to grant that because they work with us all the time. We know this isn't the last time we're ever going to hear from them. Like, yeah, we're going to give them a favor on this one. And generally they'll always tell us like, Hey, you know what? I don't have it in this one. Can you do me a favor? And I'll get you on the next one. And we're like, yeah, no problem. Cause we know that next one's coming within a relatively short amount of time. So develop that relationship with your experts. There's nothing wrong with that. And we're going to get into that on another, man, you know what? I don't think that one was on the schedule, but now I want to put it on the schedule of perceived juror bias because a lot of attorneys shy away from using the same expert, right? They're like, oh, we got, I got to use all these different experts because I don't want them to think that we're biased. But let me ask you a question. Isn't that a really easy explanation? And this is a sidebar. I promise I'll get right back to task. But isn't this a really explanation of like, well, I use them because they're the best quality. So if I were to spread my cases around one client's going to get really good quality and everybody else is going to get crap. <laughs> so like, <laughs> it just is what it is. Right. I mean, as a yeah. juror, that would be, you know, a hundred percent reasonable to expect that you're going to use the best quality expert, not just every expert. So anyway, and you don't, you don't see Kroger's complaining because everybody's going to Walmart or vice versa. Right. Yeah. I mean, when you find a, a car dealership that you like, don't you keep buying cars there? You know, you're not like, well, I don't want to look like I'm biased towards BMW or Mercedes. <laughs> like it just, you know, but anyway, so develop that relationship. Once you have it, okay, sit down and ask your expert and say, hey, look, if I'm consistently giving you work, can we just let me know, you know, what is the hourly rate going to be for me? Right. And let's get that on the table and start there. Okay. Because you may actually be able to, you know, work out some sort of deal with that expert of like, hey, look, I'm going to bring you a lot of cases. You know, what can you do for me on the price? You know, like a bulk discount kind of thing. Okay. Don't sacrifice quality. Right. Where's something that we both win. Okay. Once you do that. All right. The next step is when you contact them, define your scope, know what you need, or at least have an idea of what you need. Right. Like I said, I mean, do you need this, the scene scanned is the scene five years old. Right. And, and the reason I keep bringing that one up is because that's a case I had where the, the company on the other side went out and scanned an intersection that th this crash had happened four years prior. They scanned the intersection. And since then there two lanes had been added. The exit ramp had been completely moved, all this stuff. So they came into court with their diagram on the scan of this new intersection. And we're like, well, that's not how it looked at all when the crash happened. Yeah. Right. And that's an, and that is a costly investment scanning. Oh yeah. Because scanning is not cheap. You're talking thousands, thousands of dollars just to scan a scene. And, and what a lot of people I don't think understand too, when it comes to scanners, it's not a, it, it's, it's not a $2,000 to scan a, scan a scene. That may be if your resolution quality is going to be this, but if you want the best resolution, it's going to give you the best 
presentation value, it, they are going to be out there an extraordinary amount of time. Yeah. And every minute that ticks on the clock, there's a dollar sign associated with that. Yeah. And think about also then going back and importing all of those measurements then into the software. So, you know, even though they are, and so that's a question to ask. So write this down, take out your pen and paper, pull onto the berm, because I don't want you to write while you're driving. Oh, I thought you were talking to me. Not you. (laughs) I'm talking about everybody listening, right? But write this down, ask them and say, when the scanner is scanning on the scene, and then when you're back in the office, and the scanner is downloading all of its points into the software. Are you being charged for that time? Ooh, because it, pick me, pick me. I know the answer. Yeah, I already know the answer, right? You betcha. But, but if they, you know, who knows? Maybe there's a really stand-up guy out there who plugs the scanner in, and in the four hours that it's downloading points onto the computer, and he's not even in, the, you know, he's on lunch. Maybe they aren't charging for that. But, long lunch. That's an Eric Brown lunch. <laughs> it's because I got to get 18 holes of golf in, man. <laughs> so, but, you know, so make sure that you're asking some of these questions. Okay. Know what you need and ask the questions. Don't, don't, allow, yourself, don't allow yourself to be taken advantage of. I mean, be right. smart. You know, I mean, you guys are, you folks are all highly intelligent, well-educated. Sometimes common sense is, is the simplest thing to go with. You know. If you can't tell, Phil's really in the mood to stroke your egos today. <laughs> Try to be nice. Everybody's walking into work now with a little extra pep in their step. <laughs> <laughs> They're just waiting for the smart alecky comment to come later on. <laughs> yeah, right. I know that's how I always feel. No, but yeah, it, you know it, it is. It, it it really is common sense. You know, I mean, you know what you need. Do you, you know? Do you, and, and the, every website has a list of services they offered. Do mm-hmm. you need all those services? If the answer is no. And you shouldn't be paying for them. Right. Yeah. You know, like I would, I would say now we do, you know, the one thing that, that me and you had discussed and we do charge is a fee for the download uh, to download a vehicle just because the CDR equipment and the, the, the license that constantly has to be renewed is just expensive. That's just, that's a crazy expensive tool. Um, But right. I would say I, we do charge differently for a download where I can just run out to a car, plug into it, don't have to put a jump pack on it or anything, and download. Well, let me ask you this, because this always, this always kind of surprised me, especially the first time I heard it, and the more I thought about it, the more ridiculous it seems. But let's, let's do a little role-playing here, Eric. You're the oh, attorney. All right. You're the attorney, and, <laughs> and you hire me to go. Y'all, are, y'all should be really glad you're not watching this episode on video. <laughs> <laughs> you're the attorney, and you hire me to do this. Take this case, you know. Or I, 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 you know, we discuss it. I take the case, and I go out, do my scene visit, do my vehicle inspections, do my interviews, read the depositions. I type out my my report. Now you kind of paid for all that, right? Yes. You paid for me to go out. Yeah, I, I mean, it was hourly, but you paid for me to go out, map the scene. You paid for me to do the inspections. You paid for me to to um, make my drawing, do all my office work, and so on and so forth, get my pictures, do the interviews, read the deposition transcripts, all the stuff you paid for me to do, right? Yep. Then I send you my invoice. Yeah. And 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 then you have your paralegal call me or your secretary for the, for the firm call me and say, hey, I need those photographs. Oh, okay, let me get those to you. Um, it's $5 a photograph. Right. And we've Didn't seen you that. pay for that already. 
Yeah, Isn't we've that seen kind that. of what the contract for services is. I'm going to charge. And by the way, I took 500 photographs. How many do you want? Right. Well, and and that's it too, is because you know they're like, well, here it's let's just again throw out a number. It's four thousand dollars to do a reconstruction, but then it's this much for photographs, this much for measurements, this much for that. Well, if they're charging you for the reconstruction, how are they reconstructing a crash without photographs, measurements, or anything else? <laughs> Right. I mean, so like you guys got to question some of these really odd because we see these bills that you guys are getting from the other side. And it makes me really scratch my head. And I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, like, I feel it's bad. That, uh, yeah. I mean, you just open you just open Pandora's box. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm hmm. Yeah. And so, I mean, I feel bad for the other, you know, reconstruction companies and the other engineering companies, because now all the attorneys are going to start asking questions. But that's good. Rather than Absolutely. just bargain shopping for the expert, ask these questions so that you know, and, and you can still get a high level of service. You're just not getting all the fluff that maybe you don't need. Or the fluff that's baked into the price that you never got. That's true. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. So I, I, think, uh, I think we have beat this topic to death now. And uh, like I said, I think we're going to get a, tons of, a ton of hate mail. So as always... Oh, yeah. That's our main blood objective. pressure is rising on several people right now. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So, well, uh, you know, but uh, final thoughts, Phil, you know, what do you got? Final thoughts. I think it's just, we live in a day and age in an era where, you know, money doesn't come easily. It's there's no tree growing out back that you can pick a dollar off of. Um, spend it wisely. If you're going to spend that kind of money, spend it wisely, get the bang for your buck. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. You, you don't you know, not only owe it to your client, you owe it to yourself, you know, because you're yeah. just eroding your own profitability. Yep, exactly. But I will tell you this, the expert hopping, going from one expert to the next, 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 you're going to pay more than the guy who actually develops relationships with his experts. Well, there's a, there's this myth, I think, out there, and I'll end my commentary on that, but there's a myth out there. Well, man, that, you know, this, this company, ABC company charges $12,000 for reconstruction. I can only imagine what their product is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've read them. <laughs> <laughs> right. I tell you what they are. Yeah. Yeah. The same, the same thing as everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So for a different day, for a different day. Well, everyone, that's going to wrap it up for the day. As always, jump over to Facebook and make sure you follow and join Crash Tech, the Expert Angle Group. Also, if you want to leave us feedback, have an idea for a show, or would like to be on a future show, head over to Crash Tech Expert angle.podbean.com and click the link on the right that says contact the show. The form will come up, put anything that you want right in there. If you want more information on expert consulting services or training, visit us online at www.crashtechreconstruction.com. And finally, if you're a PI attorney, make sure you request to join the crash site Facebook group. Or if you're a defense attorney, make sure you request to join the crash site defense Facebook group. Neither site contains any ads or spam. It's just a private community that brings experts from all different areas together with attorneys to collaborate or ask questions. So again, guys, thanks for tuning in. And remember, always leave your accident victims better off than you found them because at the end of the day, everything we're doing is for them. 